The UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson said on Twitter, and I quote, we've got a great deal that takes back control. Now Parliament should get Brexit done, close quote. How different is the latest deal to the one that the former Prime Minister, Theresa May, could not push through? Well, Elvis, perhaps we should just briefly step back and ask ourselves, why are you and I talking about this? What, what is the interest of South Africa in whether the UK reaches a deal uh, with the EU or not? What, what is the interest of what's going on in London and in Brussels for us? Well, just very quickly, of course, we must just remember that from an historic point of view, we have a very important trading and, and economic relationships with both the UK and with the EU. They are major, major, of course, trading partners. We've recently signed an agreement with, with the United Kingdom, a trade agreement to, to continue our existing tariff regime with the UK after Brexit. But importantly, despite all that, if this was to go wrong, if there was not a deal by the end of the month and the United Kingdom simply crashed out of the EU without a deal or what is called a hard Brexit, there would be economic disruption for many trading nations who are doing business with either the EU or the, or the UK, and that would include South Africa. So we, we have an interest in a smooth and, uh, uh, and an orderly Brexit, and that is what is on the table now. Although it looks very much like Mrs. May's deal, you must remember they've gone through several deals and several prime ministers by now on this matter. The fact is that this deal is a little different in the sense that the major issue of the Irish backstop uh, is taking a different format. There's a, a, a softer border there, uh, which will be in the Irish Sea. I won't go into the technicalities. In order to preserve the common market on the one side, uh, in respect of Northern Ireland, but in the other case, with, with the Republic of Ireland, to sort out that particular border problem. So now the question is, given the deal that came out of, of Brussels yesterday, Will Mr. Johnson be able to get this deal through the Parliament on Saturday? That, that's the next big hurdle. Although there is the Irish backstop and changes to that, but there are some dissenting voices from the Northern Irish in the form of the Democratic Unionist Party, the DUP, to the deal. Oh, that's right. You see, he needs to assemble 320 votes on Saturday, and it's not clear that he has them, especially now that... that that the DUP has decided they are opposed to the, to, to the agreement. From our point of view, of course, what now kicks in is if in the event that that deal does not go through on Saturday, that would trigger off legislation which compels Boris Johnson then to write a letter to the EU asking for an extension in order to resolve the matter. In other words, to try again to get his deal through Parliament. So this nightmare that we've all had that at midnight on the 31st of October, there would be enormous disruption for anyone doing business with the UK, with the EU. At least that has been put on one side, because if he complies with the law, he will have to then get a, an extension to then complete the deal. But at the moment, of course, he has to spend the next 48 hours ensuring uh, or to see whether on Saturday he can get 320 votes in which to pinch the deal. So that if you believe that Brexit is a good thing, you then will have an orderly and smooth exit uh, over time, of course. That's the whole issue, that a deal gives you time, 
over years to sort these issues out. Whereas on the other hand, if you had to crash out without a deal, that would have very serious effects, not only for the United Kingdom and for the EU, but for, for other countries like South Africa who do business with, with those Professor, I thank you so much for your analysis. That's the economist, Professor Raymond Parsons from the Northwest University School of Business and Governance.